Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to episode 197 of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad. I'm glad to be back with you for another episode. I hope that you've been having a, a peaceful time this summer. The summer is wrapping up, uh, and I, I hope that it was enjoyable and that as we are getting our young people ready for the school semester, that everyone is prepared and that we are prepared to support our students in the ways in which they need, and that we will also support our uh, administrators, school administrators, and school faculty in the way that they need our support so that they can give the best that they can to our young people. And again, welcome to, welcome to episode 197 of the Nora Speaks podcast. I'm excited to be back with you to talk about something that I think is um, interesting in in how I see our people's perception of patriotism. And so this episode is titled, What's the Problem with Patriotism? But before I get to that, if this podcast has value to you, I encourage you to subscribe. You can subscribe on the app that you're using to listen, but the podcast also streams on Google Podcasts, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, wherever great podcasts are streamed. And make sure you tell your friends and family about the podcast. Now, in getting into this content today, what's the problem with patriotism? It's it's something that I think that we black people tend to have an issue with or problem with or some discomfort with. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. And roughly and briefly, patriotism can be defined as someone having devotion to their country, to their nation, a concern for the welfare of their nation. It can be a feeling of extreme pride for their nation and someone having an attachment. And a, a patriot, um, in having that kind of attachment, having that kind of pride, they may uh, be members of the military uh, or, or, or family members, spouses, parents of someone who's in the military. A patriot is someone who teaches on the virtues of their nation, um, and, and they work and labor to support their nation. And it seems when we black people encounter a white person, a Caucasian, a white American who's expressing patriotism, whether they're wearing the American flag on their apparel, a hat, um, have the American flag on the their car, their vehicle, um, or even not just the American flag, but also the Confederate flag. It, it appears that we have uh, some discomfort 
with that. And, and that's what I want to talk about in this episode. What's the par- problem with patriotism? I think that to a great extent, we don't know who we are or we have a misunderstanding of who and what we are. And I'll be very frank in reminding us that we came to the shores of this nation as property. So a piece of property, whether that's a person, whether that's cattle, whether that's a tractor, a tool to accomplish the user's goals, that's what we are. And um, as property or former property of America and Americans, then when we see someone representing pride in their country, we often have an attachment to the history of slavery or the legacy of slavery. And so we want them to have concern for our feelings and and we uh, misconstrue patriotism with racism, patriotism with Uh, systematic racism, patriotism with prejudice. And so so we want to remind uh, Caucasian people, Caucasian Americans, we want to remind them that their patriotism is somehow connected to American slavery and racism. And we want them to have concern for our feelings in, in what their expression of patriotism means for us. And it may be a nice gesture if someone wanted to take our feelings and our thoughts into consideration, but that's all it is, is a nice gesture. And they do not have to do that. And I don't think that it's fair that we black people in America have the right or think that we have the right to begrudge someone who is patriotic. Um, I love to see white Americans be patriotic about America. To me, it makes sense. Um, What is not going to work for me, though, is when that patriotism in some way impedes on my human rights. But I love to see people having pride for their nation In white America, this is their nation. They should have pride for their nation. But I think that black people in America don't understand patriotism because we are a people who have been detached physically, mentally, and spiritually from the nations that we originated from. Um, now we can do ancestry.com or those, um, um, get those genetic profiles and try to find out scientifically (laughs) what nations that we are a part of. And that will take us back, you know, a thousand years or so. And so we could say, oh, you know, my people from Somalia, I have roots in Ghana. I have roots in Nigeria. Those who came over because their families immigrated to the U.S. to seek opportunities for their family, they have a connection. They know they have a pride 
in their nation, in their flag, from whence they came. But those who came here and have had our history disconnected, then we're <laughs> we're in no man's land. We're lost. We don't have an attachment to a cultural identity or a national identity. And although we can kind of trace our roots back with Henry Louis Gates, we don't have an emotional connection, a spiritual connection, because as I said, we were uh, very carefully detached, physically removed by our ancestors actually being taken from uh, the nations and the tribes that uh, we came from. And the movie with Viola Davis, Woman King, uh, that's going to share some of that history if it's accurate, if it shares it accurate and the Dahomey tribe and them being a tribe of Africans that were actually capturing uh, other African tribes and selling their own people, their own African people, um, you know, that history is there. We were taking physically from our nations and not just snatched physically, but then we were physically made to bear the seed of the slave master who raped us. And so having children from the European slave masters, right? So the physical detachment was very, very thoroughly done. And then we have the mental detachment in which in the early days, the tongues were cut out of the slaves' mouths and they could not teach and, and, and give the history of their people. They couldn't teach the language of their people. They couldn't teach their own names to their people. They couldn't uh, have the griots share our people's histories over decades and centuries. Mentally, we were detached and spiritually. We no longer practiced the traditions of our people. We were made to practice the spiritual traditions of our slave masters. So we are a people who are in this very strange in-between. And so we can uh, think about patriotism as pride for the Confederacy uh, or pride for slavery, because sometimes, you know, that isn't disconnected because we know slavery was part of the Confederacy. Although let's be reminded that slavery occurred all over the United States of America. Um, but it was very prominent in the South. And we know that it was the lucrative industry in the South. And then during the Industrial Revolution, the Northern uh, states began developing factories. So, you know, that history is there if we want to study it. However, the point that I'm trying to make is that we often relate patriotism to pride in slavery. And maybe that is a part of that patriotism, but that is their history. And we can't tell people to feel poorly about their people's history. That's unfair. Um, and uh, I think that uh, because we are in this weird in between, because we have this thorough detachment, um, we don't understand the uh, great joy it is to be a part of a nation 
and to feel that 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 ownership, that pride. Right. We can look at January 6th and we could say that these people were were radicals and these people were, you know, um, uh, the most extreme of Americans. Or we could say that these people were patriots and they thought they believed that their government was under attack. They thought that their civil liberties were being infringed on. And a patriot fights for the rights of its nation. A patriot fights to save their nation. Now, I'm not saying that what they did was right. Um, and I'm not saying that breaking the law is right. But what I'm saying is these people identify themselves as patriots. Now, there are some people who are trying to resolve the issue um, who are patriots, perhaps in the courtroom or perhaps in the boardrooms, in the meeting rooms. And some people took to the, to the streets to express their patriotism. Um, we have no right. We have no right to demand the Confederate flags come down. This is what I believe. If, if that flag represents a people's history and legacy, let it represent their history and legacy. What we need to know is know the history and know the legacy. And we make the mistake, I think, often of attaching feelings and, and, and emotions and assuming that someone feeling national pride also means that they're expressing hate. And those two things are not synonymous. Um, and I think that when we are engaging in that kind of talk, we're really kind of wasting time and wasting energy. And I say that if we have the energy to give to an argument or to a, to a debate or to a movement, I suggest that we give that energy, that debate, we give that to us uh, developing something that we can have pride in, that we can be proud of, that we have the interest to protect. Uh, this nation, and I have to be frank, was not constructed so that black people can enjoy freedom, justice, and equality. This nation was founded because white people f were fleeing what they thought was tyranny in Europe and in, in, in England, right? I mean, do, do we not remember uh, the Boston Tea Party? Do we not remember the protest against taxation without having representation? Do we not remember that from our primary school history classes? This nation was not founded because someone had in mind freedom, justice, and equality for black people. Black people were tools. We were property. We were the cattle. We were the tool that uh, was used by the owner to uh, bring into effect the dreams of the owner. And that's been our position. And if we miss the mark and think that this nation owes us the opportunity for freedom, justice, and equality, then I think that we will dedicate efforts towards achieving ends that just are not achievable. What is achievable is us developing something that we can feel that same pride in. And uh, we show that by trying to force them into an apology or trying to force white Americans into taking an apologetic posture, that shows that we are continuing to seek validation, acceptance, and inclusion. And we cannot 
expect validation or recognition if we are coming from an inferior position and we are in an inferior position. If we're looking for recognition, we're coming from an inferior position because we are not in charge of ourselves. We're still looking like the civil rights movement looked for people to recognize us and to give us an equal opportunity. We had an equal opportunity to develop into self-sufficiency like white America did from Europe. And Europe had to respect America because the Americans fought for their independence and established themselves as an independent nation. Yes, using us as their property, but they established themselves. And now Europe, uh, Germany, Spain, Australia, England, uh, Portugal, they all respect America, North America, as an independent nation. Now here you and I are asking America to recognize us, to validate us and accept us. And we haven't proven ourselves to be independent. I mean, think, would would England have accepted uh, America and America's independence if they didn't prove and demonstrate? Yes, it did. Some of it did occur through war. But if they did not demonstrate that they had the ability to protect themselves, to govern themselves, to build a military to to defend themselves, it required something of America. And so as black people who live in America, who are the former slaves of America, who have been the property of America, what have we done ourselves where we've demonstrated uh, the right to be acknowledged or accepted as an equal people? We cannot demand that from an inferior position. And if we do not take the measured steps to show that we are in charge of and responsible for ourselves, then we are not going to uh, be accepted as an equally independent person. Now, this is not to say that we should be mistreated because we haven't demonstrated this. However, I still say they do not own us an apology or an apologetic posture when demonstrating their patriotism to this nation. That's just unfair of us. And in fact, when and if we decide to really work together and meet the needs of our people, then and only then will we have something that we will want to protect and defend. Because like them, they've taken the measured steps to produce something for themselves. And when you produce something for for yourself, you want to protect it. Right. It's like a child. You bring a child into this world and you'll give your life (laughs) to protect it. That's how people feel about this nation. And again, I say that they should. We have to really get out of the civil rights mentality where we're looking for others to make us feel good about themselves, make us feel uh, good to be included. I think that's just an inferior posture. I think that's kind of a, a position that Uh, someone that's begging on the street would take. I think instead uh, the same seeds that are planted in this earth that produce wheat for bread that that they plant, I think that we should plant the same seeds and grow wheat and and, and make bread for ourselves. I think the same timber uh, that is uh, taken from trees and used to build houses for themselves, I think that we should take the same timber 
and do something for ourselves. There is nothing wrong with white Americans expressing patriotism. They have earned the right to have pride in their nation. And we are taking the wrong approach, the wrong approach when our agenda is pushing shame or embarrassment for them in their history. Now, I'm not saying that it's a righteous history. I'm not saying it's a pretty history. I'm not saying it's a fair history, but I'm saying it's their people's history and they can have and feel whatever kinds of ways that they want about it. And we should have nothing to say about that. I think we're overstepping. Um, And I think that leads to a great deal of conflict uh, amongst us in this nation. You know, when I see somebody riding in a pickup truck with the Confederate flag flying behind them, they have pride in theirs. And, And that doesn't bother me. And I don't think that that should bother you. Now, when the pride impedes on someone's human rights or civil rights, then we can, you know, have that conversation. Um, but 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 we shouldn't take that that posture and that position. But what we should do, in fact, is build something that legitimizes us, that validates us as a people, something that we want to defend to the death, that we want to teach the virtues of. We have the ability to do this. Um, and, you know, we see every nation of people having pride in their nation. And whether that's uh, black Americans wanting to have pride in black America, whether that's white Americans wanting to have pride in in uh, white America, I say black people, then we should have some pride in what we are producing for ourselves, just like the white Americans did with North America. They have pride because it's theirs. So my question for us is what do we have that's ours that we have pride in, that we will want to fight to protect that we want others to recognize because we've done something equal. Uh, it's it's very difficult to ask for equality when we haven't done equal things. So let us not be confused on patriotism. Let us not think that others expressing pride in their nation uh, is in some way an infringement on, on us. Um, I think that uh, we've... Uh, been an emotional people way too long and what does that emotion really translate to for us it it doesn't translate into much at all I think that uh, we should use that example of their pride and take the example of the dignity that a people feel for themselves to want to do something for self and take that example and build some things for ourselves and establish something for ourselves with unity and then we can have pride in that, too. And then and only then, I think, will we really understand that sort of patriotism, that kind of pride that a people have in their own nation. I'm interested in your thoughts about this conversation on the Nora Speaks podcast, and I'm interested in your thoughts on previous episodes. What do you think? Do you disagree? Do you agree? What other ideas do you have? This podcast is dedicated to the upliftment, advancement, and edification of black people uh, because we certainly need all of that. But that's going to come with some work on our part. We have to do some work. I know that it's easy for us to look outer 
and say, look what this person has done and look what that people have done. Well, what have we done? What are we doing that's not serving us? And what could we be doing better that would serve us? So let's do some deep introspection. Let's think about what we need in a community, what we need as families, and let's get with others who share the same desire to meet those needs so that we can have something to protect, so that we can have something to feel pride in. Thank you again for listening to this episode, episode 197 of the Nora Speaks podcast. And until next time, stay in peace. You had known the history of yourself, uh, you would not have been made a slave. And uh, you won't be a slave now if you have a knowledge of yourself. It's hard to enslave a person that has equal knowledge with you. You just can't do it. Food for Thought with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Feast Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at You can also follow the Nora Speaks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.